So I was at a, a wedding a little while back with several members of Little Captain Travis. One of them uh, we'll just call Trog to protect his identity. He came up and he said, dude, your podcast is killing my gym workout. And I'm like, I don't think it's meant to be a gym podcast. Uh, he, he's like, li- he said he's like generally, you know, just ends up sitting down and listening and laughing and he stops working out. And I'm like, I, I don't think we're trying to like uh, trend in the gym podcast uh, or the gym listening What category. podcasts are like, well, I would think be po- then? I, I'm, and that's, I, that's why I'm like, I don't know if any podcasts are good gym podcasts, but... I could listen to this if I was on a treadmill or an exercise bike, but maybe I shouldn't listen to this if I was like squatting a bunch of weight yeah. or trying to deadlift something. If something accidentally was funny in the show, <laughs> you might like shit your pants or something that's, while you're trying to exert. Then I'm taking the opposite tack. I think you're safe about yeah, something being accidentally the, funny. This is, the, <laughs> this is the place where you go to avoid the laughs. You know for sure, well, they're not going to be, mm-hmm. you know. The Laugh Bunker. Yes. But you might think like that's the name of a <laughs> shitty comedy club, but no, no this, this is, is uh, where you can hide from them. Yeah. Yes. A bomb shelter's not full of bombs? Ah, come on. <laughs> on iTunes, we're listed under Polite Chuckle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm, cogent point. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> bon mot. Yes. You did make a cogent mm. point, great. Hamburger. Ah. <laughs> 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 Yes, and you should have seen the Queen's face. Hamburger sandwich! <laughs> Welcome, little Captain Travis, which is you, our listening audience, to the Free Legal Advice Podcast. Um... You know, we always give a, a shout out to little Captain Travis, but I was thinking, what about the person who is listening to us for the first time? Um, you know, they're at the podcast store, they're walking around, they're picking up podcasts, knocking on them, making sure they're ripe. And they're probably wondering, what is what is this what is this podcast about? Huh? What what is Free Legal Advice podcast? Um well, they're sure as hell not going to know what it's about from Grant's episode description, right? They're too so good. I, That's the problem. They're, they're too. They're so descriptive that uh, when reading them, you you basically have listened to it. <laughs> so I thought I'd you know introduce our our new listeners. There, there's a couple of different types of episodes that we do. Sometimes we do a free episode. Then you got your legal episodes, mm-hmm. and then lastly, mm-hmm. we come to this episode, which is an advice episode oh. uh, I thought yes. you were going to say podcast yeah. and I forgot yeah. there's another See? name in there uh-huh. free episodes yeah. legal episodes advice. what else could they be uh, we've, I thought you were going to say pro wrestling be- but no mm-hmm. it's advice that's the third time <laughs> well there's pro wrestling there's Nintendo and robots and then there's uh, <laughs> a large category of bullshit mad lib stuff um, but uh, there's also the advice people come here they listen to us for the advice uh Ben did a super popular advice episode a couple of months ago, and back by uh, popular pop. demand, we're doing another advice episode. But this time, it's a holiday advice episode. <gasps> um, I'm going to read the uh. same exact stuff that, that Ben previously read, but I'm just going to have jingle bells, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the holiday Oh, my song. God. <laughs> the magic of Christmas. It's Hanukkah already. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, I wanted to, I wanted to guess the holiday is Hanukkah as well. 
Well, look, the holidays are stressful. There's a lot of family interaction, a lot of expectations. Free Legal Advice Podcast is here. We're going to sift through all of that, and we're going to give out correct, immutable, legally binding, and forever perfect advice. Mm-hmm. So let's dive in. Uh, I got a so uh, similar to our last advice episode. No pressure. Um, I found these are actual advice submissions to various advice columns uh, and, and websites out there on the internet. These are all holiday themed. I picked things that I think are, are relevant to our listeners that they're probably wondering themselves. Um, I'm going to read a couple of these, and we'll put it before our triumvirate here to get some advice. What what would uh, you know, Ben Corey Grant? Maybe even myself. Uh, 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 put it before the three kings. Yes. Which gifts the three kings could bring them? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, Melchior! Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Corey's Casper. Oh, Corey's Casper. Oh fuck, Cat. Yeah, oh, I am right. pale. <laughs> I am pretty pale. Casper uh, <laughs> brought the gold. Did he? I don't. I don't know yeah. that. That's not how I remember. You guys can't defend yeah, it. Yeah. I'm saying it with so yeah. much surety. Dibbles <laughs> 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 pretty confident. Dibbles <laughs> Murr. Yes. Frankincense. That's the best kind. Balthazar Murr. It's really I, just yeah. a bunch. It's like when you just have leftover other incenses. Mm-hmm. And you, frankin- <laughs> you just got like a frankincense together. Okay. <laughs> We're starting off with a bang. All right. I'm about to lay some of these gifts at the feet of the Magi here, folks. So uh, I have a couple of. Uh, uh, you know, typ- your your typical ones, and I have a couple different categories we'll get into. But first, let's just start with some uh, some holiday advice. So, um, and I believe this one uh, was written to dear uh, Prudy. Now, again, I'm reading this actual letter. I'm not making this up. Dear care and feeding, I'm a man in a family of mostly women: wife, two daughters, daughter-in-law, mother, two sisters, three nieces. My brothers-in-law are easy to buy gifts for, and my wife buys the gifts for her father, but I struggle to buy presents for everyone else. I know they all want jewelry or beauty products or some book series I have no idea about. I work an incredibly stressful job and have limited time for shopping, not to mention that I don't feel at all at home in stores that, they, that sell what they want. Uh-huh. <laughs> My eldest daughter, Hallie, who's 28, she loves celebrations, is an organizational master, and a very thoughtful gift buyer. She keeps spreadsheets with dates of birthdays, preferences, and gifts bought. Most years, I have been able to ask Hallie to do the bulk of present buying for our family on my behalf. Parentheses, of course mm-hmm. I give her the money for it. <laughs> since, oh. Well, if you didn't. <laughs> since she enjoys Christmas shopping and it greatly eases my stress. But last year, Hallie complained every time I asked her about what gifts she had purchased. Acting like shopping on my behalf was a huge burden rather than something she could easily handle while doing her own shopping. Then, at our Christmas get-together... I hate this guy. She made going. a point of telling people about the gifts that were supposed to be from me making it obvious that she had selected them. At least a couple of relatives felt as if I don't care about them. Not true at all. I wonder why. I had to make the point several times that it was not Hallie who had paid for these gifts, but me. It was embarrassing. And since then, we have had some awkward birthdays where my sisters thanked Hallie for gifts that were from me. Now we are in October when Hallie starts Christmas shopping. In the past, she has called to ask who she should pick up gifts for from me and about money transfers, but there's been nothing from her this year. I have a bad feeling she will do what she did last year if I don't say anything, or she may simply refuse to help out at all. I absolutely do not have time to go to the kind of effort that she does. 
Christmas holidays are an overtime period for me. But I don't want to end up forgetting one, anyone or resorting to gift cards. Can you advise me on how I can talk to Hallie about this? It seems she's being unreasonable and uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically passive-aggressive, and I don't know how to approach the conversation. Yours truly, Christmas problems already. I have one question <laughs> that has to be answered before we go any further. Is there a subheading for the person who translated this from Morse code as this message came from the 40s? <laughs> 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 he, he wasn't he was a time machine. That's, that's, this is, I did state that in, in the... Listen. The pharaoh paid for the pyramid. <laughs> okay, the pyramid. So he this built is, it. This is a totally modern day thing, and, and there's some sexism involved for sure. But it's just like, why won't she be my slave anymore? <laughs> she seems to resent it that she does all the work and I take the credit. There's this what thing that I hate wrong? doing. It's really hard. It takes forever. Why doesn't she just do all of it? And she acts like it's a big deal. The thing yeah. that I hate doing and that takes forever and is really hard. <laughs> I would never do it. No, not me. I can't do that. She's thoughtful and I don't want to put any time. I can't even stand to be in the stores around <laughs> where the hell these people are at. And frankly, I don't care. And she's yeah. got all this thought and people thank her for the thoughtfulness. I'm like, yeah, yo, who paid for that thoughtfulness? <laughs> yes, I'm the exactly. one with the thought. Yeah. yeah. I, paid I thought, her hey, to I think. don't care about these people. You do it for me. And now you're mad. It's like, I like how he just, uh, he looks at all this like, well, there's just no way that I could do anything about, like, well, I'm busy now. Like, oh, you could shop earlier? I'm busy now. Um, okay. <laughs> or like the, the the dumb thing of like, how would I ever know what they want? Like, I mean, you could ask or ask for a list. A book series that I've never heard of. So what? I mean, there's a lot oh, of God. I guess not for you. It's for them. If that's yeah. what they like, then look they up told the book series that they mentioned exactly and buy the book. Exactly what to buy them. <laughs> I never heard of this. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? And I know how... Yeah, what he means about how he's uncomfortable in stores that cater to women. Because if you go into them, like, oh, I don't want to embarrass my wife, but we went into an underpants store. I think that's what they call those an lady underpants stores. <laughs> lady underpants. And while she was being helped, I just see that they've got a pair, pairs of sharp scissors that they're just snapping at the crotches of every woman in the <laughs> store. And then they come over by me and, oh, oh hey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Um, it's I, like, I'm a little bumpier there. You're going to get me. Oh, but, yeah, I, I'm not a lady. And they're like, oh, oh. But, yeah. but anyway, yeah. no, but, no, actually, what if I not. hadn't told you, them that. You saw the sign on the door, though. There, this is yeah, the lady. There's universe. a bunch of, uh, there's, in all those stores, there's like a bunch of bikini ladies behind glass who are just laughing at any men who come in. Yeah. They're just <laughs> laughing at you. <laughs> if you go into a store, you know how they like accost you basically, like, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? But not if you go into a women's store and you're a man. Mm-hmm. They're like, can I help? That's it. Like, I don't know what to get them. Like, there are people in the store who will help you. There are there's just no solution to his problems. That's I, I enjoy that part of it. Yeah, I love that the quote. It would be a huge burden for me rather than something she could easily do <laughs> while she's doing do her it. own thing. I don't know what the fuck she does <laughs> yeah. with her time. Probably nothing. Right. It's clear that she puts a bunch of effort into stuff, but it's. <laughs> But then it's it would like be nothing easy. for her to do it. <laughs> right. She goes to great lengths to <laughs> make spreadsheets. She it's does a lot of about effort. It. Hey, she starts in fucking October. I just said here's some money because <laughs> right. I can't be bothered to go to a store. Yeah. Fuck, I hate her. <laughs> His daughter's like, God, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> I, might not, I might not give her money to buy herself a gift from me this year. <laughs> Come on, you're the psychologist. 
Help me manipulate her. <laughs> to quote Don Draper, that's what the money's for. <laughs> and the cat's in the cradle in the silver spoon. So uh, yeah. what, what advice do we give to this uh, progressive gentleman? Uh, your daughter's a bitch. Find a new one. <laughs> the gift that uh, King Melchior is bestowing upon him. <laughs> your family doesn't des- your family doesn't deserve your gifts. Don't give them anything. If they don't know how to appreciate you bankrolling someone else doing it, then they don't appreciate you, my friend. I paid Ben to give that advice on behalf of me, Balthazar. So, uh, <laughs> what, advice, what advice did I give you? What was it again? Yeah. Well, don't say it. That'll embarrass everyone. Yeah, yeah. Gasper, okay. any last? Or Casper, sorry. Any last? Is it, is it Casper or Gasper? It's, it's either one. I've, I've seen both. I've seen both. Okay. So. No one cares by that point. It's like, is it (laughs) Shem or Curly or the other one? He's like, I got this fucking gold and no one even cares. Yeah. He didn't have He's the professor in Marianne. He's the rest. There's there's nothing backing up that I had the gold. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with with the other two and say I uh, gave them the money to have that idea. Mm -hmm. It was from all of us. All right. Yeah, from all of us. It was from, that, that one's from all of us. That one's from all of us. Okay. Next holiday conundrum. Uh, dear Carrie, I know this is pretty early, but I'm already freaking out about hanging out with my family during Christmas. My family consists of my mother, father, brother, and myself, the daughter or sister. My brother isn't married, but I am. I have a husband and two kids. My husband and the kids get along fine with the family. Actually, my, my parents love my husband to pieces. The problem is with me. Whenever I get together with my parents... <laughs> my parents... I, my dad's mad that I won't buy gifts this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very thoughtful and keep spreadsheets. But, yeah. um, whenever I get together with my parents, which is only once a year or so, I get the feeling they don't really want to be with me. I mean, we drive six hours, they fly for four hours, and my brother flies for four hours. Parentheses, don't ask why we are all traveling. That's another long story. And then we spend the weekend together by doing a lot of nothing. My parents go to sleep at 7 and get up at 5 a.m. By the time I get up at 8 o'clock, they have already left to go to doctor's appointments, to fix the roof on a rental house, or to go to the DMV. They show up. Why are you going to a doctor's appointment in another town? (laughs) Like We drove two hours and then like, we're just going to go to the doctor all day to avoid my dumb daughter. <laughs> Anything, Doc. Cut something off or put something in. Hell, you're so not a patient so... of mine. <laughs> Just let me hide. I am so confused already by this, by by everything in this story. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, they don't they don't show up until noon or so. My brother stays in bed until two p.m. Parties with friends until late. So our quality time consists of eating from the same takeout places over and over. Now that I have toddlers, there is something to entertain us. But without the kids, there's nothing to say to each other. My parents are very private people. If you asked me what their biggest worry was, I would have no idea. When I ask about their work, I just get vague answers and some sort of sarcastic response. I know this is just par for the course because I have the same problem getting all defensive about choices I have made and the things that I do when they ask me questions. I've made some <laughs> career choices that bother them and they don't let me know and they let me know that they don't like it. So I shut up about details. Also, my mom recently told me she would like to divorce my dad because he's kind of a control freak and a generally rude man. Except that she takes her wedding vows seriously and she's, she's used to him. And heck, what else would she do? 
Mom doesn't, my parents never share. My mom recently confided in me that she <laughs> wants to divorce my dad because he's totally rude. That's no like, intimacy. They won't tell me anything. Anyway, <laughs> divorce they tell me anything. All she wanted was the anecdote for about work. Like they just brushed right. that off. But then they tell you the heartfelt thing like, our marriage is falling apart. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> I just said, how was your day? How are you doing? I Fuck, said, Mom. it's Friday already. Aren't you happy? And now you're coming at me with all this stuff about they're dads. Both, like, they both have like terminal cancer. And they're, go- they're having Christmas <laughs> at this place so they can see their oncologist or a special treatment. And she's like, <laughs> right. why are they just disappearing for doctors, doctors at all? appointment. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I, I couldn't help but, to, but butt in. I couldn't help it. Uh, no, please do. Uh so she told me she would like to divorce my dad because he's kind of a control freak and a generally rude man, except that she takes her wedding vows seriously and that she's used to him. And heck, what else would she do? This was a shock to me, even though I could never live with my dad, as I thought their marriage was fine, even stellar. I just have this feeling that we're at an impasse, that all of us want to be closer, but we don't know how to be. Right now, I feel that hanging out with my parents is an obligation rather than something I enjoy. Is it to be that way always? If it is, I just want to know, so I shouldn't expect any more closeness from my closeness from my family and look elsewhere. I've been reading a lot of Zen stuff recently, and I've been trying to let go of attachments of having a close family, and have no expectations of having one. But sometimes I read stories of people's relationships with their parents changing on their deathbeds and wishing it had happened sooner. <laughs> my relationship with my parents isn't terrible. It's just not very fun. What should I do? Put them on their deathbed. <laughs> right. <laughs> go to that doctor's appointment yes. with and they're probably asking you to go see their oncologist with you. Here's here's a here's the thing that stood out to me throughout. There's so which much was there's so much. I know we want to be closer. I can feel we want to be closer in the way that we travel away from our homes and uh, go to appointments and do tedious work and uh, only want to talk about divorce. Uh, and the, our only hope for reconciliation is on our deathbed. Yeah, this is a family who really is just they like, really want I just, to be, just don't know how to be closer. Right? I'm avoiding you closer. as much as I can to be closer. Our topics of discussion include divorce and nothing. <laughs> we just, I can feel us all crying out to be closer. I think this is like one of those overly sensitive people thing. Like if you go, how's it going? And then they don't answer right away. You go, they hate me, they hate me. I guess that's what this is. <laughs> so you hate me. Because it's like, they're fixing the roof on the rental place. Like, Okay, you're renting a place, and then you're like, oh, the door is sticking, and our dad would do this, or I would do this. Yeah. Like, let me, well, the door is sticking. Let's figure this thing out. And then you go, I guess we're not going to spend any quality time together. <laughs> what? The door yeah. won't close. Got to close the door. Just fix that yeah. real quick. So, my parents who keep talking about divorce and are going to extreme, like, extreme measures to not be around each other. <laughs> I, this is closeness again that I just can't. Uh, it's right there in front of you. Is right there in front of you. How do the kings want to? I know. What was her question? Her specific question? At the very end, it basically is it always to be this way? Mm. Uh, Is my relationship? My relationship with my parents isn't terrible. It's just not much fun. What should I do? Uh, Aside from put them on their deathbed, uh, (laughs) Balthazar says nothing's ever going to change. Yeah, you're fine. Just go (laughs) stop, stop, stop seeing them. Melchior (laughs) says uh, saw one of your legs off. Or barring saw that, the leg in half. So, yeah, but lengthwise. And uh, <laughs> or no, you still have a functioning leg, right? <laughs> Skinny if jeans. You can't commit to that. Sew your pants legs together down the middle. 
<laughs> yeah, Caspar's uh, going to answer with a question. Are you sure you're not the help? Are you sure <laughs> right. these people who don't want to talk to you and just go about their regular day? I mean, the reality, since that the travel to such a distance and no one's giving any personal details, you're the second family. They all, Both your parents have two other families. <laughs> <laughs> like traveling salesman mm-hmm. style. Uh, okay. All right, we three kings. Uh, those were those were some lengthier ones. We're gonna hit you with a couple of quick hitters. Get some uh, m- magi ruling on this. Dear Claudia, my brother and I are really close, and he just told me he's been having an affair and wants to leave his marriage. But first, he wants to fly three thousand miles with his wife and my two beloved nephews to spend one last Christmas as a family at our house. If I say yes, I'm a complicit liar. If I say no, I'm a terrible sister. What do I do? What do you mean you're a terrible sister? I don't understand this. Let him figure out what he's doing with this thing, and then they want to come and visit you. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, Mm. you guys can't, you don't want to be together anymore after a little bit. You don't want to be together anymore. You can get out of my house. Caspar's going to say, invite the mistress. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speed this up. Speed this up. The more the <laughs> merrier. Let's skip to the end, the final chapter of this book. <laughs> we can skip all that middle part. Listen, we showed up for the birth of Christ, but we are all about the deathbed. Let's get to the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, ruin no, this dude, thing. Invite him. I, here's the gift that Melchior be, bestows upon you is have some fun with it. Bring him over, but then do a bunch of things where you just like take her and just go, I have the weirdest feeling that like something happened. You could use tarot cards or <laughs> yes. uh, chicken bones or whatever, but you predict it, and your sister in law is going to think you're a fucking genius. It's a pretty yeah. cool magic Ooh, trick. Yeah. You don't Ooh, have to out cards you drew. Don't out your brother. Mm-hmm. He's your let's, brother. You are Biff holding the sports almanac from the future. <laughs> there yeah, you, you go. You, there's got to be a way to capitalize off of this. You're going to make a million dollars, in my opinion. <laughs> Figure, so you know anything yes. about tarot? Thanks. Do you know anything about tarot? No? Okay. Well, this one's the cheating man. This one's the secret <laughs> mistress. And this, this one's the one clueless is the, wife. Her name is Charlotte. Uh. Yeah. Why'd you put my picture on the clueless wife? <laughs> I, I think that King Balthazar brought the gold because Grant's right. You somehow figure out how to make go to Vegas and make uh, make money on this. <laughs> like, They'll okay, what would the anything. odds be of the, this couple getting? What will you give me? And whatever they give you, take it. Make some money. Brilliant. Good point. Okay, next one. <clears throat> Dear Claudia, I'm hosting our office holiday party at my place this year, and I have a serious five-alarm crush on my boss. Mm. I think he feels the same way, too, and I know his wife of, wife is out of town for the party. <laughs> I realize how wrong this sounds, <laughs> but it feels like the perfect chance for something to happen between us. What should oh, I do? Yeah. I realize how wrong this is, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> right. right. But so it's- tell me I'm allowed to do that. Please. <laughs> right, right. I, did, I don't I'm think she even for. asked for advice, Grant. I think she no. was just like, so I'm going to do this. <laughs> just, like, just wanted to tell somebody. Just FYI, it's yeah. going to rule. Hell yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I don't think there was a question. I think it was just like sashaying away, so play's going to play. Get on yeah. there, girl. You do you. Mm-hmm. What could possibly go I wrong? Mean, and just to cover the legal base here, this is not on company property, so yeah. all <laughs> HR rules are off. It's like That's international true. waters. Yep. It's international <laughs> waters. <laughs> not a party not on company property is international yes. waters. Mm-hmm. That's no sound legal advice. Okay. <laughs> hey, I love it. Definitely my all I'm my saying is what can go wrong? What could go wrong? What because can go wrong? What, what can have, go wrong? everybody knows that if you have a crush on someone, they have it too. <laughs> they <laughs> must. That's how crushes they are. They must. 
Especially when they're already married. Five alarm. <laughs> no red flags, Grant. There's no red flags, no signs that it might not be. You yeah. can tell he wants he reciprocates because his wife left town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's out of town. That, every that means time, he's into me. Hey, every time I ask him to meet, we meet. I mean, I send it through Outlook and I say, let's talk about the, <laughs> the Johnson account. And we, and we meet. He must be into me. Hey, he told me his wife was going to be out of town by letting me park across the street every night until I noticed. <laughs> and he must it's have noticed love. me yeah. out there, so he knew. He knows oh, what he's yeah, doing. This will go great. He's into you, for sure. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm. Full speed ahead. He definitely knows what Prius I drive. I've been driving by his house for 10 years. <laughs> uh, my, uh, Balthazar's advice, uh, get completely naked. He will surely be the first one to show up. <laughs> he opens the door. You're right uh-huh. there. There you go. Because he'll be the first one. Of no, course but he even will. if he's not, even if just ever, you know, okay, sorry, Sharon, you know, go in yeah, the living room. Let him I'm waiting in, for, and just send him upstairs, whatever. Every time I'm he naked, answers the door. I'm naked and waiting for the boss. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me for it specifically. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely but He asked what my dress was for this party, so I assume that he wants to see me naked. Uh, okay, two more quick hitters. I graduated from college this past May. And two weeks later, I was fortunate to start my first full-time job at a great company with awesome coworkers and bosses. Just about everyone on my five-person team has been my manager at some point during the last eight months. Hmm. I'm not sure what typical office protocol is in terms of holiday gifts, especially when I haven't had one permanent boss since I've been here. I was thinking of getting a token gift, something small with a personalized note, to every person on the team. Any suggestions for what to get? My friends at other companies aren't giving gifts to their bosses, so I'm not sure if this will mark me as a brown noser or not. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna, really I'll wait. Not sure. I'm not going to jump in. I, as a, I mean, as a, as a corporate goon myself, what is the scenario that every person on your team has been your boss over the last eight months? Like, what's sure. going on at that company? You don't know what a boss is, and you are not adjusted to society. You do not know. Someone's like, hey, could you help me out with this? It's like, I guess you're my oh, boss. you're my boss. You're my nope. boss. Okay. No, they're okay. not. Would you like to supersize that for 25 cents more? Sure. Well, maybe you're my boss. Are you my boss? <laughs> are you my boss? Now you're is in charge? What the hell? I've been busting my ass. Yeah, <laughs> busting my ass over here for the I guy at the car wash. Now I'm over here. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, look, the other side of this. Never give your fucking yeah. boss a present. Why are you I don't care where you work. What is wrong with you? I don't care where you work. It's Jesus not. Christ, you're doing the work. They give you a gift. That gift, it only goes in that direction. You don't give your boss a gift. Never. Look it up. I mean, it's even like corporate etiquette isn't going to say, you better give your boss a gift. No, they give you a gift. (laughs) They're like, thanks for working for me, slave. Jesus Christ. Unless you've got a five alarm crush on your boss, in which case you (laughs) give them a little something, if you know what I mean. Then you give them the punani. Oh, what? (laughs) Sorry. Even if you work at the Montessori office where everyone just decides to be a boss whenever they want, even then you generally do not give your boss a present. Montessori corporate presents. How do you guys uh, organize? Agile? uh, Like, what's your corporate structure? It's a Montessori corporate structure. Yeah. 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 I kind of feel like I want to be in HR today. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's uh, three no's. Okay. 
All right, last quick hitter here. My father-in-law recently gave my husband and me a pricey Christmas gift. Our funerals and burials are completely prepaid. The gift was so unusual and so unexpected that we gave awkward thanks. The problem is this. He set us up to have our funerals in the state where we were born and not where we currently live. (laughs) It isn't what we want, so how do we handle this? Look, first of all, you won't care. I'm just going to throw that out there. You (laughs) will not care at that point. This is true. However, if they're a couple and one of them dies, like let's say I live in California and my wife dies and she's buried now in Ohio. And I, every time I wanted, if I wanted to visit her memorial, I would have to. There, Don't. She won't care. <laughs> it's it's a dumb thing. She won't know. That, Matt, that would just guarantee that I would never visit her memorial. <laughs> I right? would be Matt, I, it'd be the one time we got out there and I would just come. The only story I would have about my wife's death at that point would be like, you know how fucking hard it is to ship a corpse? You only <laughs> have to, st- you it, look, you have to visit it once so you can have somebody take a picture of it and then you can show chicks at bars that you're like, yeah, this is me, you know, talking to my, it's my wife's grave. So they're like, oh, you're so sweet. You know, that's, it's so you can get laid again. And it, you can really just, as long as the name's not in it, you could be sitting by any gravestone. So mm-hmm. oh, I should do that. Can we work up like an Airbnb fuck, situation where it's like, I don't want to die in the, Grant, <laughs> the, just, the grave I have in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> just start d- taking pictures like that and then uh, showing women that picture. And it's like, is it it's, your wife? No, it's just some chick. But like, I'm in. It's me next to some, next to a gravestone, me leaning against someone's Corvette. I just got to find other people's <laughs> stuff that, that girls want. And then I lean against it. <laughs> and then it works. <laughs> Uh, now, Balthazar's real advice is surely those funeral coupons have a cash value. Even if it's one one hundredth of a cent, I'd take it. <laughs> you just, look, I appreciate the funeral idea. I'm going to take the cash value. Mm-hmm. Just, Cashing yeah, out. Craigslist it like, look at someone Someone <laughs> right. in your town is looking for a place yeah. to Never been body. used. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a misconnection. Did you die in this <laughs> state? <laughs> You, dead in Louisiana. <laughs> Me, alive with Not a strange father-in-law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take out an ad in the newspaper. Do you have a corpse in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> Looking to get rid of a corpse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I've got one that is a, it's a reverse advice. Someone, for some reason, wrote in a, their own advice to an advice column. I'm actually kind of curious about what I, I'm, I just want to know what if you guys would take this idea or not. It's maybe not so bad. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Annie, around five years ago, still reeling from hosting our 15th or so yearly sit down Thanksgiving extravaganza, out of town guests, family, friends, random strays, you get the picture. Always fun, but always exhausting. I was asked what we were doing for Christmas. Out of nowhere, I said, we're having a pajama Christmas. And so, a new family tradition was born. Pajama Christmas, capital P, capital C, means we get up when we feel like it, we stay in pajamas all day, we do whatever we want. Everyone we know is invited to come over, either say hi or stay. The ones who stay, also in pajamas. Help yourself to food or drink, park yourself on the couch, or chair with a fleecy blanket, of course. Read, chat, watch movies on Netflix, take a nap, play a board game, whatever. There's a tree, but we're not doing gifts. 
All we have is each other's company. No one waits on anyone. No one cleans up after anyone. It's just mm. a day to relax and enjoy. Every time someone hears about our pajama Christmas, capital P, capital C, I should just uh, trademark that, uh, they say something along the lines of, but I want to do that too. When I tell them, all you have to do is announce it and put on your pajamas, I can almost see the light dawning that they don't have to travel or buy 82 gifts or cook 28 tons of food, that they too can stay home. P.S. Anyone who is important enough to visit for Christmas is also important enough to visit another time of year. So save your money and stress and see your long-distance relatives at another important occasion and spend the holiday doing what you want to do. Pajamas in Virginia. Oh, I thought that that was written by Shock G about his the digital underground song, Do What You Like. <laughs> it, it is a Do What You Like Christmas. That, that would be the yeah. other branding for it. Sure. Full disclosure, I have been to this type of a Christmas party before. We had friends. Uh, one of the first Christmases out here in L.A., they were like, well, just come on over. It's pajama time. It's pajamas. They played all the Harry Potter movies in a row, and they just did puzzles and like uh, made snacks. It was absolutely delightful. Uh, this guy's on the right track. Everyone should be doing this for Christmas, which is not seeing their family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically saying, like, it shouldn't be family. Go see family another time, and then at Christmas, just have your friends over and snack and watch movies. But they're... So I'm I'm actually I'm leaning towards Corey. There is the like side of like we're not cleaning up after anyone. We are not taking <laughs> care. We're not even offering. You know, like there's there seems to be an anti uh, hospitality vibe to like. Uh, there's a don't worry so much about what others are thinking and let everybody just enjoy themselves. And it's it's a sort of way to relieve that uh, pressure. Like. Um, do what makes you happy. Eh? Like I'll I'll help make you happy if that works, but I'm not like responsible for scheduling all your activities or like no, we're not going to like go crazy clean in the house. Come on, like let's let's enjoy ourselves. That's fair. Um but it's also unrealistic with the about like hey, we're just not going to ever travel and no one's ever going to do anything. Then it's like, well, then it's just not a holiday and then we're, you're going to have a day where you all get together <laughs> and that day will have a lot of pressure on it. And Yeah, it's like, well, you can just see him some other time. Like if there was some kind of day that were designated where <laughs> all the families get together. <laughs> yeah, just have, have a day like that and do it then. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes, good point. Yeah, no, I think I, I love the idea. Uh... But I, I also think that I, I appreciate your points that the other time when you're suggesting to get together, that will probably then turn into the it's thing the that you're trying to avoid anyway. So. so that was a gift from them to the kings. I will re-gift it. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's all right. It, no, it's not like I'm just going to throw it away. Like I wouldn't re-gift something that's totally terrible. Um, like I understand what's... I think that there's some, there's some legit value in it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there's also what... Grant and I pointed out that it's like, well, you're just, you're just kicking the can down the road now, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> and Corey, you accept the guest, or sorry, Caspar. Oh, 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 are you kidding? Caspar's already in his footy pajamas right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and let me just tell you, you can kick that can down the road so long, the can stops asking to come. And <laughs> 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 hey, let's not meet on the holidays. Let's meet some other time. Never. <laughs> okay uh we're gonna wrap this up then lightning round 
not letters written in, just real actual advice that I'm sure members of Little Captain Travis, they're asking these questions uh, uh, that right now in the midst of the holiday season, uh, just quick answers. All right. Lightning round. <laughs> How do I pick a white elephant gift? Don't. Jingle bells. Uh, lobotomize yourself. All, right. All correct. All right. I happen to notice poorly hidden gifts for me in my house. Do I have the green light to look further, or do I, should I ignore them? Yes. Open them up. Play with them. <laughs> Hiding is on the hider. It's their fault. Yeah. You suck. Or they suck. That's <laughs> true. Okay. What's your legal take on mistletoe? I'm for uh, deep proliferation. <laughs> second, second Amendment's clear on this one. <laughs> I was going to cite the Third Amendment, but I, mean, I think there's a difference of opinion here. Great. It's uh, closest without going over. <laughs> oh, shit. I lost. Damn it. I was hoping to oh, spin the right. wheel. Mistletoe is Price is Right rules. <laughs> the Price is Right president. And lastly, what should I do if carolers knock on my door? You can shoot them. The missile testing is in effect. I think the Second Amendment is Yeah, I was going to say, Second Amendment uh, is pretty clear on that one. Open it, listen to some songs, and then in the middle of one song, just close the doors. (laughs) 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 Well, little Captain Travis, uh, if we didn't answer all your holiday questions or you like other advice... It'll cost you, but you can email us. We're at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. If you are listening to this podcast right now, we're your manager right now, and uh, <laughs> 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 we command you <laughs> to, to follow us on Instagram. We are Free Legal Advice Podcast. Where's my gift? And like Granoy says, uh, follow us on Twitter. We won't actually be doing the tweeting, but we pay someone to do it, and that's just as good. <laughs> it's just as meaningful. It means just as much. And if you like the show, put on your pajamas and just chill. And if you don't like the show, you got to cook tons of food and buy 82 <laughs> gifts. Chop, chop. Come on, people. Start waiting on people. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode one fifty four. It's I'm sitting bending back. Um, what's the? Sorry, I'm I'm thinking of a sixties uh, Garage Band. Sam the Sham. Sam and the Sham and the Pharaohs. Thanks, damn it! I was I wanted to make a Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs <laughs> joke for all those for all the Pharaoh heads out in Flatland. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of them, you know. They know everyone knows Wooly Bully. Everyone they knows all Wooly know Bully. Bully. Who doesn't know Wooly Bully? Definitely, 100% know it. Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened Fuck. to Wooly Bully? They were a big influence on the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> Sam the Sham, and I'm like, God damn it, what's his Egyptian-themed uh, backing group? It's like, what the hell else is it besides the Pharaohs? Yes. <laughs> and the Cleopatra the Sevenths. Yeah. Uh, and the Anubises. The Anubai. The Norbuses. <laughs> Norbuses. <laughs> Norbus. In East Bay, they pronounce it Norbus. I'm trying to worship a Norbus, son. <laughs> yeah, babe, quit bothering me. Quit bothering me. I'm trying to worship a Norbus. Quit bothering more. I'm trying to worship a Norbus. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Do you smell toast? <laughs> 
Does your left shoulder hurt? <laughs> I swore a bort torst. <laughs> no, he's fine. <laughs> Oh, Jesus That's Christ. moral board. <laughs> <laughs> I want an East Bay effects pedal right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> all your guitars on them. Doria Foral. Doria Foral Narcor Door. I can't know what he's doing anymore. <laughs> Is he doing the Brady Bunch theme song? <laughs> Here's a story. Oh, I more and more Porter. <laughs> it's Porter Frompton. Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, when Frampton Porter came aloft. Porter Frompton. It's Porter Frompton. <laughs> Frampton yeah. comes aloft, son. <laughs> he comes aloft. <laughs> he comes aloft. Turn internet over.